Welcome to the Upper Limit Podcast, designed to help you expand beyond what you believe is possible for you so that you can live a life of limitless happiness, peace, and freedom. I'm your host, Jerrica Slow, and each week we chat science-backed strategies to help you with self-discovery, self-love, happiness, and overall mental well-being, a place for community, connection, and education. Now let's go fall in love with ourselves so we can fall in love with life. Hi, hello, welcome back or welcome to the podcast. I am so happy that you are here and I am also happy that Bronx is here with me. And if you don't know who that is, that is my very large and in charge dog. Um, He is like almost 140 pounds and when he moves, it makes a lot of noise, which is why I'm telling you this because um, typically I'll like kind of kick him out of the room when I record the podcast, but he's a mama's boy and he was demanding to be here with me. So if you hear any movement or banging around, large breathing, loud snoring, whatever it is, I apologize, but um, sorry, not sorry. Uh, Anyways, I am also just like my happiest this time of year, like between Christmas and the holiday season, like I'm just so giddy and so happy And the idea of snow and Christmas music, Christmas movies, even like Starbucks holiday drinks, I just think that the emotions that Christmas bring me are the emotions that I truly desire 365 days. And I am sorry if you're the Grinch, but I think I could handle Christmas season like all year round. And I know some of you at home right now listening to this or in your car, wherever you are listening to this, I know I'm not the only one, okay? So don't call me crazy. Um, But anyways, I hope you are all having a great November so far. Uh, My boyfriend and I did this thing where we bought like class the classic Christmas cookies that come like pre-packaged with dough and you bake them yourself um they have like the reindeer or Santa faces on them like I'm pre- like do you know what I'm talking about uh like in the fall season they have pumpkin ones like well okay I hope you know what I'm talking about but we made those and then we put ice cream in the middle and made like ice cream sandwiches and oh my god like best dessert in the entire planet earth and it's like 10 times more fun than going and buying ice cream sandwiches because you make them at home good lord that tasted it was so good i literally can't even put the taste into words it's also incredibly dangerous because i'm a huge sweets person so now that i know what it tastes like i'm going to crave them every single week but if you haven't tried that already please do it's literally so good and makes for just a fun little at home date night even with your friends or family or by yourself too okay just find a way to try them Okay, you guys, we are doing the very first episode of the new segment called Ask Slow, where you can anonymously send in your questions or struggles to have my input, tips, and advice. So please head to the show notes to find the link where you can send in your own questions. And let's get started because I'm super excited for this segment. Okay, so the first question we're chatting about today is such a good question. And it is, do you think everyone deserves to love themselves despite whatever flaws they might have? What makes someone worthy of loving themselves in the first place? Is there a certain criteria that we have to hit? This question is so powerful and is something I think a lot of us actually low-key wonder, but no one really says anything. 
Okay, like this is definitely something we all have wondered, but nobody says anything. So let's unpack it. The first thing that comes to mind for me when hearing this question is the idea that if you are not perfect, you are not lovable. And I'm going to call this episode today meant to be because not only is this something that quite honestly hits close to home for me and is something that I have and still do struggle with because of my own childhood experiences, this is actually something that I was crying about this morning. <laughs> um, I was plugging into my mentor. I'm working one-on-one with a mentor. Um, we're just uncovering some things going on right now with my mindset. And that was one of them is this idea of like, if you are not perfect, you won't be liked or you won't be loved and whatnot. So I'm literally going to call this episode like totally meant to be that I am meant to be recording this right now. So we only perceive love the way that we experienced love as a young child or even from like something super traumatic later in life. And if we maybe had a parent or someone close to us only show us love if we did something good, like quote unquote good, or maybe punished us every time we didn't quote unquote perform well, we can then create this belief that in order to be worthy of love and in order to deserve love, we need to perform well or perform perfectly. Creating this idea that if you have flaws, which by the way, every single person on this earth has flaws, even the people or the person you choose to be blinded by, they also have flaws. Like no one on this planet earth is perfect, but it creates this idea and this subconscious belief that if you have flaws, you can't be loved. And this is naturally going to bleed into your own self-love because love is love. The way you show love, like the way you show yourself love is going to be a mirror of the love you think you deserve. Just like how the love you attract is a mirror of the love you give yourself and think that you deserve. So for some, for someone to hold a deeply rooted subconscious belief that they don't deserve love unless they're perfect, they're going to look into the mirror and see flaws or acknowledge other non-physical flaws about themselves and immediately think, how could I love myself? I'm flawed. Bottom line, to answer the next half of this question, there is absolutely zero criteria to hit for someone to deserve self-love and for someone to have the ability to love themselves. And another factor I want to talk about is shame. Because holding on to shame from past mistakes and creating this belief that way that you can't love yourself because you have something to be shameful of or because you've done something poor in the past and you've made mistakes, this is absolutely not true as well. Because again, nobody is perfect. And I don't know why, but like literally cue the song Nobody's Perfect by Hannah Montana. I don't know why that just came to mind, <laughs> but um, I haven't watched Hannah Montana in like 10 years, so I don't know why that came up, but cue the song. We all slip up in one way or another, and we all deserve to forgive ourselves. Our past does not define our future, and it also does not define our present unless we allow it to. Every day is an opportunity to grow from your past and make new decisions and holding on to shame for your past is hugely affecting your ability to love yourself. And in this case could also affect your ability to feel like you even deserve to love yourself. 
This could also be shame in regards to things that make you different than others and outside opinions about these differences making you feel as though you aren't loved for having these differences, which then creates shame around these differences. And we are all born with a birthright to love ourselves, okay? It's not something that is earned. It's not a game that we have to like complete X amount of levels in order to love ourselves. We all have the right to love ourselves. So if you are someone who is struggling with these types of thoughts, wondering if you're even deserving of loving yourself because you have flaws or whatever it may be, I promise you, okay, I promise you that you are. And I invite you to sit with yourself and reflect on where this belief might be stemming from and giving that version of yourself the love they desire and allow yourself to let go of the shame that you might be holding on to from past mistakes or just the imperfections about yourself. Because I promise you, you are so imperfectly perfect and that's all you need to be, to be loved by yourself and to be loved by others. What if I told you that you didn't have to struggle with your moods on a daily basis? What if I told you that the negative thoughts and feelings that you currently hold about yourself weren't true and that you could feel better about yourself? What if I told you that the career you dream about having or the relationship that you crave so badly could be yours? What if I told you that struggle was only a result of poor communication between you and your brain and that you can learn to make your brain work with you rather than against you so that you can turn struggle into happiness? And what if I told you that your inability to live a life you actually love, to feel confident in your skin, and to boost your mood on a daily basis had to do with a lack of self-love? And now what if I told you that I have the perfect solution for you? a neuroscience-backed toolkit to help you turn hardship into happiness, to help you create habits and routines that will boost your mood, turn negative self-talk into positive self-talk, and create a lifestyle that makes you feel excited to wake up to every single day. Introducing the Self-Love Mastery Course, a self-paced course providing you with the science-backed strategies for falling in love with yourself so you can fall in love with life. Use code UPPERLIMIT to receive 10% off, and you can find the link below in the show notes. Okay, the next question is, I always feel like I don't deserve to love myself because I suffer from mental disorders and I'm quote-unquote weird. How do I change my mindset around that? Okay, first of all, I would love to hear the definition of weird because more times than not, that is self-proclaimed or it's said by bullies, for lack of a better term, who are only projecting their own insecurities onto others because let's, let's literally be so real right now. What is normal? People who think they're weird or who get called weird are usually the ones who have something super special to offer to this world. And I firstly invite you to look at some of maybe your favorite influencers or celebrities and dive into their story because most of them come from backgrounds of being called weird for being different or feeling weird for being different. And Honestly, my very strong opinion on that is that your differences threaten others and they want to bring you down so that you won't shine brighter than them. Or maybe if you're not dealing with others calling you weird, but you just internally feel weird, 
you are most likely struggling with the confidence to own what makes you different, probably to fit in, which isn't uncommon. And and don't shame yourself for that either, because one of the pillars of happiness is connection. And sometimes when we feel we aren't getting that connection with others, we make it about ourselves, thinking that we're the weird one, that we're the reason we can't connect with other people, we're the reason why so-and-so doesn't want to be friends with us or why I didn't get invited to X place. We make it about ourselves when it is not about us, right? I've talked about this many times, but like the way people respond and react to you is a reflection of their own beliefs, right? So even just you thinking that X person doesn't want to hang out with you because you're weird, even if they didn't call you weird, just feeling that internal emotion, you are now reflecting that belief onto your outer world. People who make massive impact and create massive platforms are almost always the ones who are different. Normal blends in and you can't stand out if you are blending in and if your goal is to not stand out because you're afraid of being seen then you are not reaching your fullest potential and i promise you this is going to affect your overall happiness you right now are probably sitting here thinking if i could just be normal and blend in i would be happy and i promise you it's actually the opposite Because true inner happiness doesn't come from outside world validation. True inner happiness comes from inside validation. And if you think that you or you feel that you are quote unquote weird, and again, I just hate using this term, but I'm using it for the sake of this question because that term was used. If you think that you're weird or you feel that you're weird, it is because you feel internally that something is different about you. And for as long as you hide that feeling and you suppress that feeling and you don't own what it is that you think is making you different than other people, you're not going to be happy. You are literally not going to reach your fullest potential. And when we are not living to our fullest potential, and I'm saying potential and emphasis because I'm not talking about fullest expectations. I'm talking about fullest potential. We are not happy. So I want to invite you to reflect on the definition of normal and weird to bring a different perspective to your beliefs because there is no such thing as normal. Who actually decides what's normal? Because the only thing we consider to be normal is what society has normalized. But it doesn't mean if you don't fall within XYZ range that you're weird. So ask yourself, what would society's definition of normal bring me if I were to fall within this category? Would I be loved from others? Like this is just an example. Doing this could help you uncover what you might be missing from a subconscious level in terms of your self-love. Because if the reason you don't want to feel weird is because you want others to like you, then it probably means that you don't like yourself. And as harsh as that may sound, because like I always say, reality is a mirror of how we subconsciously feel about ourselves. Especially if this thought is mixing in with the ability to deserve self-love unless you're quote-unquote normal. That tells me right off the hop that there is most likely a huge disconnect between the love that you give yourself and the love that you desire outwards. And once you uncover what the root of this belief may be stemming from, this will allow you to shift the thought to realign with the new belief that you desire. Because our thoughts are only a reflection of our beliefs. So if you are even thinking that you are weird or you are not like other people or you are not normal, and that is bringing you negative thoughts and negative feelings and negative emotions, then it means that you somewhere, somehow, 
are thinking and acting out of this belief that being weird is bad or being different is bad or the things about yourself that make you weird or make you different aren't good enough and that you should be shameful for it or feel shame or feel shame for it because even normal people quote unquote normal people will struggle with their insecurities and will even be put down for their own flaws Okay, so knowing that whether you believe you are normal or weird, that you will still struggle with insecurities and feeling like you don't fit in one way or another, would you still want to conform to being society's definition of normal and what society says you have to be or what, or would you rather embrace uniqueness and shine in your own way? I used to feel a lot in high school like I didn't fit in with anyone because I was very goal-oriented and very ambitious and had big dreams, but all of my friends were out like with boys and were wanting to party and play with makeup, and I was just not like that. I dreamt very big my whole life, and I wanted to spend my time pursuing and following my dreams. And even my boyfriend, when we rekindled um, over two years ago because... I don't think I've actually talked about this, but we went to high school together. And one of the first things he said to me two years ago was, you were very low key in high school. And I actually held a lot of shame and embarrassment around that because I felt like the quote unquote cool kids weren't following big dreams at 15 years old and that I was different for that and that it meant I wasn't as good or I wasn't as valued as my friends. But In hindsight, embracing my differences and not allowing that to dictate my actions in the sense of stopping me from following my dreams and big goals, I have come very far. And looking back now, I don't believe I would be living the life I live so happily right now if I had allowed my differences to hold me back. And my point in saying this is we are all going to feel different than others in one way or another. And even the people you may be comparing yourself to saying things like, I wish I was normal like X person, I guarantee you, they are also struggling with something that's making them feel like they are different and like they don't fit in. And maybe they're just really good at hiding it, okay? Like people can be really good at hiding their insecurities. And a lot of the times these like bullies who unfortunately do call people weird are hiding their insecurities so much that it's causing them to act out and causing them to make others feel really poorly about themselves. So we need to steer away from this idea that there is genuinely such thing as normal versus weird or normal versus different because we're all fucking different, okay? And the ones who live happily and who live their life to their fullest potential are the ones who embrace their differences. So my advice, go be weird, but also simultaneously, you're not weird. If that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. I want you all to know that it doesn't matter if you are flawed. It doesn't matter if you are different. You have something special to offer. You are deserving of love even from yourself. And having this idea is just a subconscious block around your confidence, around your inner security and your ability to let go of shame. And I want you to challenge this belief by standing in your power and embracing what makes you different because I promise you, it doesn't matter how many hurdles you need to climb over in order to stay on track, you will come out the other side more confident and more happy. 
because you're going to provide your brain with evidence that you are safe being different and that you are happier not conforming to what society says you need to be because that's all that's going on. Your brain thinks you are not safe being different and you just need to train it to know that you are and you can only build confidence with practice. Like you don't build confidence overnight. I'm going to give you guys an example, okay? So my ex-boyfriend's sister is gay and I was around during the time where she came out and I remember so specifically that she was a grumpy teenager and was always mad and I remember after she came out she was still in high school she was the happiest most coolest fucking person I had ever met and I remember saying to myself damn this girl stood in her power and it made her a hundred times more happy and I felt so proud of her because what made her feel different at first allowed her to keep to herself and hold on to shame which inevitably made her unhappy like truly, truly unhappy. And the moment she owned her truth, she started to live to her fullest potential and started to shine in her power. And this example goes for absolutely anything. It's the concept of holding yourself back because you feel shame around what makes you different. And that once you just push past the discomfort of being different and allowing yourself to stand in your power and to create evidence for your brain that you are safe being different and standing in your power, it creates safety within this belief and in your brain, and it will start to feel less and less scary. Opening up an entire portal of happiness because guess what? You are owning your truth. So my biggest tips to shifting this mindset would be to, number one, look for evidence in the people around you that you look up to by maybe looking into the past of your favorite influencers or celebrities to see what hurdles they had to go through to get to where they are now. Number two, I want you to reflect on the definition of normal and ask yourself who gets to decide what's normal and what's not. Number three, ask yourself, what would society's definition of normal bring me if I were to fall within this category? And once you uncover the main belief behind why you desire to fall under society's definition of normal, start shifting the narrative you currently tell yourself by realigning your thoughts to the belief you desire to have. And number four, challenge this belief by embracing your differences and stepping into your power. It's going to feel so, 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 so uncomfy, but growth does not lie within comfort. And that is it for today's first Ask Slow segment episode. I hope you feel inspired and motivated and ready to not only embrace your weird, but to love yourself because you deserve to and you don't need to fit a criteria in order to love yourself. Please don't forget to send in your questions for the Ask Slow segment linked below in the show notes and it would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a rating. This helps push the podcast out to others like you who desire to learn more about self-love, happiness, and mental well-being. I love you guys and I'll catch you in next week's episode.